This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the audience, and this is Marcus Boston. I'm Cecil W. Adams. We want to thank you for listening to another episode of The Soul Audience. And you can find me at Marcus Boston 314. You can find me at Cecil W. Adams on all platforms. You can pick up your merch, Soul Audience merch, from buyjack.com slash The Soul Audience. You can also go down and support Colorado Bob Ship of Fools at 3457 Morgan Ford Road. We would like to thank you and I ask you to like, share, comment, and have your friend listen to the Slardians. And we would like you to enjoy the show. Peace. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, ladies, everything in between. Uh, I am Marcus Onesimus Boston. And I am Cecil W. Adams. Together we are the Pseudo-Audians. Hello. It's the, it's the Rona Chronicles, Volume 3. I did see where somebody's uh, sniping off of our, uh, our name. Who did it? Who was it? Mm. Oh, I, why you didn't tell me that before now? I had no idea. I figured it was only a matter of time. Yeah. Uh <laughs> That's like that's like when I told you about the guy that did the the, the uh the uh cognac uh Oh no no it's it's a, a podcast that we created for someone. I noticed that too. <laughs> I said, Oh look at that pattern, that looks familiar. Never seen that right. before. Mm. Huh. That, okay. I remember when someone said that was stupid. Oh, look mm. at that. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's whatever, man. Good luck to them. Yeah, I hope they're doing it. And they, uh, they seem like they're still putting their stuff out. That's good. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. happy for them. Yeah, I'm the, happy the, for them. the machine was there. No question about how what the what the the idea is. The execution. One of those things. about. I was like, look, <laughs> it's one of those things, man. To me, it's like. It's like trying to tell a kid, like, hey, trying to show you the you know, ways that you don't have to have these struggles. They don't, they don't care. They don't think we know what we're talking about. So, all right, cool. Do your thing. Cool. No hard feelings. Do your thing. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I've been through that. So you got to go through that. I'm, I'm just trying to save you some steps. I'm telling you. Let me, if I'm just on me. If I you want my help, that. cool. I'll just keep my, I keep my thoughts to myself. I'll see you yep. again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, hopefully not. <laughs> I mean, I have, and it was like, uh, hey. So, I was thinking about this today. Uh, I was thinking about this while I was fucking doing demo, hashtag demo life. Jesus fuck. Ugh. We'll get that later. So I've been thinking about, I, I, I uh, listened to a book by a guy named Dan Crenshaw. Uh, if you're not familiar with Dan Crenshaw, he's a, he is a Republican, but that has nothing to do with the book. He's a Republican, uh, he's a congressman or senator out of Texas. And, That's the guy uh, with the eye patch? Eye patch, yeah. He's the one that uh, uh, Pete Davidson uh, got in a lot of trouble because he, yeah. uh, and he, he talks about in the book where he has a book 
So I'm reading this Dan Crenshaw book, or I listened to this Dan Crenshaw book. It's called uh, Fortitude. And it's basically about how to deal with people and have fortitude, how to deal with outrage culture, that type of thing. But going back to the Pete Davidson thing, Pete Davidson said he looks like a villain in the porno, which is hilarious. And Dan Crenshaw said, that's hilarious. I have an eye patch. I look like a, a villain in the porno. But what everybody else got upset about was because he did do like three tours in Iraq. He lost an eye over there. He stayed, he's got whatever. He, he literally was a, a war hero. And Pete Davidson said, uh, I guess he's a war hero or whatever, like the way he said it. Because, you know, Dan Crenshaw was like, I don't care. Everybody's, everybody, he's like, everybody else was outraged. But I just was like, whatever, he's a comedian. Like he's, you know, I, I don't I don't take offense to that because I don't think, I think it was more like that his joke bombed uh, with her, with uh, saying it looked like a villain in a porno, which is hilarious. And and people, you know, my, my Navy, he's a former Navy SEAL. He's like, my Navy SEAL buddies make fun of me about it. They're like, oh, villain in a porno. It's like, it's funny, but, you know, and then they let him, uh, you know, Dan Crenshaw came on, uh, I don't know if it was the next week or the week after, Veterans Day weekend. They, uh, Saturday Night Live called him and had him come on and he made fun of Pete Davidson. Like his phone kept ringing and it was uh, Iggy, was it Iggy Azalea that he used to date? No, it was uh, uh, Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. <laughs> Dan Crenshaw's phone kept ringing. It was Ariana Grande songs. <laughs> I wonder why they, I keep me in the Google why they split up, why her and Pete Davidson split up. She was, I mean, she was, I think he, it came to, I mean, what I've understood it as from hearing from multiple points of view was that he, he was just a rebound guy after she broke up with uh, Mac Miller. Uh, and then Mac he, died and then, yeah, I can see that. Right. You know, he was probably, I mean, he probably would have got back with Mac, but like, you know, she went from high, one high, high-end relationship and she ended up picking up a B player or C, C level. I mean, whatever yeah. level. But it's, it's funny because he knew that, though. He he was just like, he never said anything about Mac Miller. I, I've never heard him say anything about it, but he's like, oh, I get to live in her house and she has people clean and everything. He's like, I, I make some popcorn every once in a while or take out the trash. He's like, and I get yeah. to, he's, yeah. you know, he's yeah. a funny guy. He's a weird looking guy, but he's funny looking. He's yeah, like, he, he's funny. like, um, I mean, I mean, I've been following Pete, not that close, but I know he's like friends with Charlemagne and Schultz and stuff, so they mention him a lot. Um, and he, you know, he lost his dad at uh, 9-11, and he's got some Oh, he did? Work. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, he, he makes fun of it, and, and well, I'm like, ooh, I'm I mean, I know that's your dad, you're a comedian, but it's like, okay, you really are leaning in, you're really embracing your truth. And yeah. he has all the anxiety, depression issues that come along with, you know, most comedians are broken anyway, you know, the Robin yeah. Williams and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. he sort of linked into it. And then him being with Ariana Grande just sort of made him really go with another level of, now you like, we're from, Living a reason, you know, they knew you, but now you like you dating an A one celebrity, like a, like a you're not now you're you're Beyonce. At the time she was number one. She was number one in the world, was she? When she yeah, did she have a number one album or some shit like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And mm-hmm. Ariana Grande is a thing. So now you go from and that fucks with your mind, and mm-hmm. you know, and of course, once it over, you become you become content. You know what I'm saying? Right. He has yeah. a whole hive and all right. that kind of stuff. So. Uh, he's definitely outgrown SNL though, and yeah, I mean, he got he's got some comedy specials that on Netflix now, yeah. and now he's, he has a show or a, is it a movie or a show on uh, Hulu? 
He's got on there. And it's got the. I think uh, it's, a it's a movie. It's a movie. Yeah, yeah it's he's got movie. the one of the dads, not Charlie Sheen, but the other guy from. Uh, what was the Charlie Sheen show that Two and a Half Men? Is that what it was? Mm. Yeah. The other guy. The. Not Charlie Sheen, the but the dad. other guy. Yeah. The actual yeah. dad, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a really good show, by the way. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> going back to what Dan Crenshaw, uh, in his book Fortitude, he talks about how, uh, you know, the outrage culture, instead of getting outraged about things, and people always want to be outraged, you have to be a, uh, a skeptic. But you have to be a level-headed skeptic, basically. Like when when people say things, instead of just reading the headline, because that's all they want you to do is read that headline and click, because they want clickbait. That's what clickbait is. People read a headline and get outraged about it, you know. And it got me thinking, because he didn't say anything about this, but I started thinking this this whole PC culture thing, I think, comes from everybody in this younger age, not even younger age, even the People our age, I, I almost think it's it comes from working in corporate life. Seriously, I'm not getting punched in the face, right? But it's I'm also, not. I mean, but you know, for you and I, we we hate the corporate. Like we don't want to work in corporate. I don't want to have to act a certain way. But I think it's flowing over into regular life, and that's what's created this whole fucking thing is people working in corporations. I mean, a combination of eventually these parents that we used to talk about ten years ago being helicopter kids, not letting their kids do stuff. Eventually, those, yeah. those kids grow up and go into the world. So now we're dealing with that whole generation of parents raising their their friends and not their kids, and being give, protecting them from the world is is, is created this generation, all these group of people that now are in a workforce with technology that amplifies the bad parenting. Mm-hmm. So we're getting it now because now they're in the world. <laughs> and you, you're in the I, I don't. Listen, I don't want to call it bad parenting. I, let's call it overparenting. 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 Because I, I think they're trying to do the best for the kids as they know how, because no parent does it right. You know, nobody does it right. Like, I know I, I fuck things up. You know, I try to be as cool as possible, but then, like, she'll do something because of the fact that I, I give her so much freedom, you know, that I'm like, oh, whoa, shit, bad parent, my bad. You know, like, <laughs> like yeah, fuck that up. But the thing is, I don't let it, you know, I'm not letting it stop me. I'm still have the same type of philosophy where it's like. Time to parent, time to parent, parent mode, parent mode. You're going to be like. (laughs) You know, and, and, uh, but I think that, that, you know, you look at corporate life and people working in corporate. People are always blaming other people for stuff going wrong because they don't want to get in trouble because they're trying to get the promotion to be middle management or whatever, you know. And then you have people that throw other people under the bus. You, you have people that set people up to do these things or, you know, something happens in uh, an office setting that, you know, for they're walking down the hall and they like leaned over and said hello, but they leaned on their wall too hard of their cubicle. And like, they went and complained like, oh my God, I felt like he was going to attack me. He leaned on the wall so hard, some shit like that, which will flow over because you're doing that all the time at your work life. Then you know it, it's gonna obviously like seep into your regular life, mm-hmm. you know. And, and for me, I just can't, I can't be a part of that corporate life because of the fact that, like, you know, you're really offended. This is like you always say, this is the hill you're gonna stand on. This is where you're gonna, this is 
This is the one. This is this is it. This bullshit. You know, and it's 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 frustrating to me that that it's like that. But you know, I'm never going to engage one of those people. Dude, can't have my energy. Can't. can't uh-huh. Nope. I won't let you do it. I I saw you before you got here. Don't worry about it. Right. And, and you know, for me, it's it's you know, I always. You know, a lot of times if I have engaged in the past, it was like I didn't have the right words I want to say. And then mm-hmm. I'll, yeah. find, I'll think of them after. And I'm like, fuck, it's just like this. Mm-hmm. But anymore, it's just I'm not going to engage. I'm going to keep a level head. And when somebody says something outlandish and just like, you know, uh, a logical skeptic is what he used. Logical skeptic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Got to. And that's why he said that thing that I texted you the other day. Since when did... Uh, what did I say? I texted you. When did passion? Oh, over, over, overvalue, um, override uh, logic. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, look, look at the world we live in now. Everything, everything is being discussed from a term of passion, and we are, we're seeing. Uh, what was the other part? Intelligence being pushed to the side because it's not sexy. Right. Yeah, because most of the time, like, there's a difference between truth and facts. Right. Not the same thing. I mean, right if, now, if the world's got to a point where they're throwing out eyewitness testimony now, <laughs> it, it, you're in court, they're, throwing, they're like, eyewitness testimony, because it, that person can flip and frame anything to fit their narrative. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, to me, it's like, if it's not on camera, it's so hard to prosecute anymore because of the fact of eyewitness testimony. You can say where the fuck you can lie on there and not even think you fucking lied, not even know you lied. You can lie on the fucking stand, you know? And then who's to prove any different? Yeah. You know, you can't. You know? It's just, it's, it's yeah. so frustrating. And I guess what the, the point I want to get across to everybody listening is that it's just, you know, Make sure before you before you plant your flag in something, before you make your stand, make sure you be skeptical about it before you plant your flag. Yeah. It's yeah. it's it I, I don't plant my flag in many things because you know, like we talk about all the time, can't be absolute in thought. You know? You, you just can't. Like you, you start thinking absolute about things. Everybody's out there to poke a hole in it. Yeah, it's gonna hurt when you fall, baby. There is mm-hmm. no perfect answer for people that people make answers and people are imperfect. There is no per there's an imperfection because everything is made by people. Unless it's nature, then nature's perfect. Nature's working like it's supposed to. Right. It's, Especially it's, right now. Yeah. Exactly. And so like people wanna wanna hitch their wagons to 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 perfect but what's perfection if it's man made because man is imperfect. So what are we doing? Yeah, exactly. And and you know, like right now, when we're in real crisis, all this other bullshit that made up—I mean, I don't want to call them made up made up crises—but what people were considering a crisis six months ago, mm-hmm. all the different verbiage that you're supposed to call each other and, and do all these things—it's just like, what's that shit really mean? Shit means nothing. Yeah. yeah. What you want me to refer to you as? If you ask me to call you she. I don't care if you're walking around and your dick's out and, and 
I can obviously tell you're a male. If you're like, could you please call me a she? Sure. I will refer to you as she and her. Like, you ask me to do that. <laughs> right. Ma'am. Right. Yeah. But when, when, when I'm required by law to do it, that's when I've got a problem because that's cutting into the freedom of speech. Yeah, because I, I don't want to play this game. now. Because now we're going to have a slippery slope and I don't want to slide. Right. You yeah. know, when, when I heard... Uh, I'm terrible with names. When I heard... A, uh, he was on Rogan and he has his own podcast. I'll think of it in a minute. But uh, when he said that he... Because he does uh, consulting, business consulting. And when he was talking to a CEO of a major company, he couldn't say which one it was because, obviously, legality... But uh, he said, man, you have the CEO. And he's like, you have no idea. He's like, well, I got a pretty good idea. He's like, no, you have no idea. He's like, well, explain. He says, I'm being sued right now because I have an employee who identifies as a cat. Right. And we don't have litter boxes in the bathroom. So I'm being sued by this person, the company is, he's still working. I think he said he, the cat is still working here is what he's, that's what he said. The cat is still working here while he's suing us for multi-millions and millions of dollars because we don't have fucking litter boxes in the bathrooms. Now, what the fuck does that, like, seriously? Litter boxes in the bathrooms because you identify as a cat? Free to main free. You're free to say whatever the fuck you want, but you're not free from consequences. Right. I'm saying, like, that's the possibility of business. Yeah, right? in my in my head, like the, the dark side of me is like, well, I don't employ animals. So what do you identify as now? But I don't want to put that was to say that that dark uh that that dark magic out there. But then are are human beings not animals? I would say, yeah, I guess you got, oh, no, I don't employ uh, cats. Felines, yeah. Oh, then, felines. Then, right. I, don't employ, I don't employ felines, man. Sorry. Yeah. Then, then this argument then, is it that discrimination? I don't know. Like, that's the thing with, who, and now we're back in court. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> yeah, but then you, then you have, but I think you have to prove precedent. When has there ever been a feline, when has, it, when has there ever been an actual feline that was born a feline? Been able that's to sue somebody job. for discrimination, right? So well, this, I mean, that's it. That's a fucking slippery slope we always talk about. Mm-hmm. I don't want to slack, and now I'm saying, well, you see, <laughs> I got taken to court to prove this never happened before. So we still back in court. That we slide. Right. I don't want to slide. <laughs> I don't want pussy slide. Left right. foot front, left foot slide. I don't want the Drake song. I don't want it. <laughs> oh man, I don't want that. I don't want to play. Yeah, I. Uh, I uh, I also finally finished uh, Four Agreements. That mm-hmm. was good. Yeah, was good. Yep. Very good book. Very, it's very one of those you can definitely, it, it helps to touch on it every couple of days because, you know, like, you know, for me, I went through and highlighted my sections that I want to get through fast, you know, and be reminded because it's easy to forget, especially a number four, but like more than I was thinking about being, being impeccable with your words. It was so it was easy to say we ain't or we it's so easy to talk down on yourself knowing the world gonna do it for you but you gotta realize it's, it's, a, it's a it's a combination so when you talk crazy about somebody else it's because you already done it to yourself it's yep. easy 
So, so, just, 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 so does that make it projection yeah. then? Most time when people are talking bad about you, it's just they're projecting. Yeah. You, you, well, most time is your confidence or your your successes in their eyes is rub against their insecurities. You know what I'm saying? So it's mostly right. them seeing what they want that you have attained. They can't do it themselves. So they so the easiest thing instead of me working on me to make myself better to reach those things, right. I rather shoot at you to bring you down to where I'm at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty. That's it. That's dope. And, and you know, you saw it. I saw it with Bob's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be real mad, man. Because COVID's over, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a deal done at another place, and I got to figure out the funding. But you know, I got it done. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah they don't, it's so funny. It's so funny. It's just like it's just so sad to see the energy spent on that kind of behavior. Like, you know, to to go through that much, like, but I always, I, I'm at the point in my life where, like, I'm gonna ask men and women, I mean, who hurt you? So right. I know where, where, I know where we're starting at. Right. All we, all we get down to is where you get hurt and what are you doing to to plug in those holes? Because so most of the time, yeah, most of the time when somebody does something like that and you're just like, hey man, what's going on? Yeah. You know, they're like, well, I, you know, I I didn't mean it. I was just mad at the time. But what what, what are you mad about? Because most time when 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 people do shit like that, they don't they don't mean it. It's mm-hmm. like we just talking about it's a projection. They're projecting yeah. how they feel about themselves, and you know, you know, whereas like you and I, we've had conversations before where we're both you've you've had to tell me I've told you like, hey man, we shit happens. People say shit. You know, we just keep doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, 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 no matter what, like we just keep on. Like that's their problem. We we're not gonna solve it for them. Mm-mm. Maybe we solve it by just moving forward. You know, mm-hmm. all, like we talk about all the time, always yeah. forward. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, hey, it is what it's gonna be. <laughs> but, but I think it's like you gotta be prepared for those rainy days. Like emotionally mm-hmm. too. Like as as good as your highest day is. Remember, on the back end, it's going to be a day that you're going to remember, yeah. you're going to wish you had prepared for, at least that it's going to happen. So the more time you balance, you enjoy the good days, the prepare for the bad days, the bad days won't be so bad. Because when right. you think you don't have a rainy day, you out there motherfucking drop top on the motherfucking roof. Like, damn. Yeah, it does rain some days. Right. You know, flowers, right. you know, you pretty colors and flowers, you know what they need? Water. Well, yeah, it, it may be a rainy, rainy day for you, like a, a bad day. Mm-hmm. But it's somebody else's good day, so don't yeah. do anything to bring them down. No reason to, yeah. you know. Just, I mean, for example, today, like I, my head, you know, with what I was doing today, it was just like my head space could have been like, "Fuck, man, this is fucking bullshit." Blah blah blah. I'm having to do this. Blah 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 blah. blah whatever. But I was just like, nah, nah. Like I said earlier, who am I gonna complain to? Me? Like, mm-hmm. don't nobody care if you complain anyway. No. Don't nobody give a fuck about how you feel. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's like, uh, what? Why be? Why put your head in a negative space? There's no reason. Yeah. To. Don't, don't don't not feel it, but don't let it be. Don't let it let it run its course. Like you get like a sickness, let it run its course. Right. Remember right. how you felt and and try to you can to avoid coming back here, but don't like ignore it and think it's gonna right. go away. All you're doing is getting compounded. Pushing it down. All you're doing is pushing it down. It'll make the explosion worse. Just get it out. Feel it. Right. Work through it. Mm-hmm. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. 
and just find things worth worth knowing. So I, I think for me, last couple, especially this week, I've been uh, watching uh, get, re, getting really heavy into the books I've had for the library for about three months. <laughs> right. <laughs> so now, it happens. Right. Not to incriminate yourself. <laughs> I plan on giving it back, but they they closed now. So I'm like, well. Mm. I guess I'll go ahead and this is, I, this is some rainy showers on me. I get to keep it a little bit longer and I can actually read it now. Don't they have uh, drop boxes for that though? Yeah, like but the movies back? Who said I, have... who, Yeah, but who's going to say I turned it in? I want my credit. If I turn it in, I want you to count to my account. And right, before okay, you turn it enough. in, just sitting there until I open it. Um, fair enough. And so one book is like uh, the the it's like the father of spin, um, Eddie Benes, which is like the father of PR public relations. He was the nephew of uh, Sigmund Freud, the psychoanalyst from, yeah. from Austria, psychologist. Yeah. So they sort of so the book is really talking about his relationship as a human being and how failing the father he was and the husband he was. And then his relationship with his uncle and his family and stuff. So for me, I'm looking like, oh, okay, so, you know, trying to, to somebody's going to get hurt. Someone's going to be hurt. You'll be the, what's the thing? You'll be an enemy. You'll be a villain of somebody's story. It might be your daughter's. It might be your wife. You'll be a villain of somebody's story if you're trying to do something worthwhile. Even if you ain't doing shit, you gonna be a villain. So it's like, damn, is there a way to be not to be not be a villain to somebody, not 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 humanity, but you can sh- choose the level of villain you can be. You can be Hitler, or you can be Pablo. I mean, right. <laughs> Pablo did some shit, but like, yeah, I'd rather be a Pablo villain than a Hitler villain. Just, you know. <laughs> right, right, and that's uh, yeah, people people a lot of times just don't. They, just, they get so stuck. Stuck in what they're doing and stuck in like the rut of their life. And, and you know, guys, all it literally takes is just taking a step towards it. Something, a little something building. You know, like Jocko Wilnick says literally all the time, as far as he doesn't have a tattooed on himself, is discipline is freedom. You know, the little stuff you do each day builds discipline and then all the other little things you do, you know, we referred to it before as uh, small steps add up to big results. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're taking those small steps each day, building discipline and doing them, you know, all the other shit starts getting easier. Mm-hmm. Especially if we live in, some, we live in your life, not somebody else's life. Mm-hmm. A lot of people end up stepping into roles and it then make life decisions that anchor those roles down. You anchor in the wrong port, you will never be you'll never be where you're supposed to be at. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people get stuck living like the corporate life or thinking they want to be a husband and a, a four kids, and then you end up leaving leaving your four kids and a wife for uh for whoever it may be, because that's the life you really wanted to be. You know what I'm right. saying? Like it's just, you know, you get anchored in, you know, people get anchored into lives that they aren't really supposed to be at. Now you're stuck and miserable and doing a lot of self-destructive behavior because you live in somebody else's life. It ain't your life. Right. Because lot- your life. To live your real life. Right. And it's because people aren't honest with themselves. They think they're being honest, but it's like, uh, like talk about the four agreements. It's uh, the agreement you've made where your parents have 
made you think that you're supposed to go to college and then, mm-hmm. you know, go to high school, graduate, go to college, graduate, get a job, get married, have kids. And that's your life because you've made that agreement with yourself. That that's what you're supposed to do. You know, to me, it's, it's, you know, that's what I thought I was supposed to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, no, no, that's not what I want to do. I never, because I've been miserable, you know, I, I see people around me all the time that married, mm-hmm. absolutely fucking miserable. Both of them, both of them. Not just saying the guy, not just saying the girl, they're both miserable. Literally. They're doing things unbecoming to them because of the fact that they don't want to take that, that, just have that real conversation where it's like, I'm not happy. Yeah, This is not making me happy. You know, they I, stay together I, for the kids, whatever, whatever. I married her because my mom liked that. I like big booty bitches. This motherfucker, they got a, a piece of fat on her. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know what you think right. you to do when you really want somebody else. Now you live in a whole lifestyle and a whole culture that you ain't want to be at. You want to motherfucker West Timberland. You got to watch motherfucking uh, Doc Martens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're wearing them white New Balance now. Like, I never want to, I never want to, you know, someday look at my life and wearing a pair of white New Balance and being like, what the fuck happened to me? Rocking the dad shoes. Like that's, yeah. This is my life now. I give it to Chucks for the white New Balance because they're wider and they fit my feet better. Like, blah, no. I never want to be a white New Balance fucking wearing person. It's just not, no. It's not me. Velcro. Velcro ones, too. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, the, the triple E wide white New Balance, no. Mm-mm. The extra thick sole. Yeah, right. Ability and comfort. Right. The walker section of uh, uh <laughs> of the store. <laughs> I'm walking the mall each day because I don't want to walk outside because I get too cold, like or it's too hot, you know, or it's it's too springy. I don't wanna be walking outside and I get hit by a car. Like, no, dude, no, that's not that's not me, that's not my wife, that's not what I want. I, I can't imagine having like a routine like that. Like I hate the routine of like I miss like the either either with the illusion of freedom or having options. Like every day it's the same day almost. You know what I'm saying? If you don't figure out how to structure your day, or like I can't. Some people ask me, "Are you bored?" I said, "Bored? No, I'm not bored. Life is. I have nothing but curiosity about life. No, I have so much to learn." I ain't been bored in a long ass time. I get offended when people say I'm bored. You're bored because you're lazy intellectually. That's why you're bored. Yeah. There's, so, there's so much in the world to learn. How dare yeah. you say such, such words? Like I'm bored is like the the uh, that's worse than cussing at me, man. Somebody says they're bored, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. There's too much shit out here to do, man. Like too much, too much, too much stuff. And it's it, people that it's like they're crutch or whatever you know like i almost feel like it's like the crutch of i'm offended well walk away from the situation go find some other people you know right. like so like, yeah, i don't want to be here no more bye <laughs> bye <laughs> like, to me it's like i i you know if i get around negative people negative situation i'm not gonna be around it i'm just gonna all right man i'm, I'm out i'm not gonna offend them i'm just gonna be like all right guys i'll see you later yeah. Yeah. Check you later, bros. And then I'll find people that that I do want to be around. Even oh, if it, even if it ends up just being me by myself. At least like 
there's a I know it's a positive place. Mm-hmm. I know I can say, well, then okay, I can watch this documentary again. I can watch this movie, whatever. I can better. I can expand my worldview information. Like I've been watching um this show on Science Channel called uh, Mysteries of the Abandoned. Ooh. And hmm. so, what they do is they just go around the world and investigate abandoned sites. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, why is this installation of military um, stuff in the Bay of Poland? Or why is this prison in New Guinea, French Guyana, no longer here? So, like, they just take you around the world and explain different sites. And, like, first thing I learned was, like, World War II was real. Like, that was really a world war. Like, it was us against Thanos. It was really the Avengers against Thanos. Because he, he was close. He was very close to this being a whole different situation. Didn't he, uh, he just, wasn't he fighting on too many fronts? Isn't that what the problem was? Yeah. He, greed, greed got him. He, greed, paranoia, just doing too much. Like, if he'd have been patient and more, more, if he, had, if he was, he was like at a level of arrogance of a level 11. If he was like a level like eight or nine, he'd have won. Because he had the technology, he had the engineering. Like, Jeremy was a, a hotbed for that kind of, Technology like our NASA, our NASA program came from one of their their sciences. They mm-hmm. had rockets. They were working on fucking uh, jet planes. They was working on stuff that we had no idea was mm-hmm. going on. They was above. It was a. It was ahead of us in so many ways, technology wise. And right. if he could just not went with the whole like kill the Jew thing and like play right. nice with Russia and just you know he fair enough cool. You take over other countries maybe if he got England first. And sort of fortify that, and then say I'm gonna pick on Russia. Or at least play nice enough with Japan and Italy to help them out, and sort of help them solidify the team. Like you can't do it by yourself. He had a decent team. He just didn't want to pass the ball or help out. Set a pick. And most, you know? and most, of, like ninety percent of people in Germany didn't want him to fucking do the shit that he was Austria and all this other shit. Like he didn't want. They didn't want that. No, you treat people horribly. You think you can do it all? Like you would get some easy victory because you was hitting on the the, the slow kids. Like, <laughs> right? You, you got to get them on your side and help them buy in. But you was so locked in into this purification as the idea you had, and you don't have the physical manpower to to do it. Like you don't have the physical bodies, bro. You just that's not how genetics work. Sorry, mm-hmm. I know, right. I get it. I see we was going with this, but right. he was close. If, if we didn't get them next. Like like what episode was like um in Norway there was like a hydroelectrical plant that was um not not meant to it was meant to build electricity you know it's Norway they got mountains and water and yeah stuff. but one of the byproducts um was a ingredient in making nuclear weapons so once Hitler came through and took over Norway he was like okay I need y'all to he was working on making a nuke and they had to actually go in like two different commando, like, you know, like a good, it was a good movie too. It actually was a movie with um, uh, Russell, Russell, Kurt Russell was like, young Kurt Russell was in it. Oh, wow. And um, toward, like, they had to do like, a commando unit had to go into this plant and actually plant bombs in the plant. So the plant is still there now, but not in its best sense. And part of it is a museum. But like, they couldn't air bomb it because the actual part of the machine that made the, uh, the it's called Hard Water. Mm-hmm. Um, was in the basement, so you couldn't bomb it enough. Where, where these tanks wow. were, were under reinforced concrete because it was built to do what it was supposed to do. They, they didn't know at the time that we were making an ingredient for nukes. Oops, Jeez. we were just making hydroelectricity. 
you know, the have you seen uh, have you seen the thing where uh, Joe Rogan talks about where Hitler was all hopped up on basically like cocaine and mm-hmm. they were yeah, giving he, ad- adrenaline he, and cocaine? Mm-hmm. Huh? He physically was not well. He not he wasn't healthy physically no. at all, and that leaned that leaned into his mental. You know, when your yeah. body oh, gets yeah. like that, then you're already paranoid because that's stressful. Like I can imagine, I'm trying to win a world war. It's me against the world, <laughs> right? So Kill Jews, hide bodies. I'm trying to do two wars. I'm not respecting on the terrain. You know, um, it's just a lot. But he was close, dog. He was. So, and another thing was fascinating. Um, was you know how he all these these different um, fortifications was popping up in different random places once he took them over, and like the Japanese was really cruel in Pacific. I didn't know how right. bad. You know, we always talk about Hitler and that whole Europe thing, but like. Japanese was really horrible to people. Like it was yeah. bad. And, and another story was like if we didn't drop the bomb on them, it'd cost oh, us yeah. more lives. If, if to invade Japan would have cost us more lives than dropping the bombs. Yep. Because their culture ain't no surrender, baby. It's yeah. all or nothing. And this we've been doing this since the samurai. Last samurai, last shogun. This is part yep. of us for thousands of years, baby. We ain't gonna do something. We still we still carry swords, goddammit. <laughs> yeah the uh it, it's crazy man and then uh down in peru there's actually towns there that all the motherfuckers speak is german yeah yeah people evacuated to south south america mm-hmm. and, you know down peru chile and all those uh, and Argentina. Like, mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean if you did you watch uh the new uh al pacino uh show that came on amazon yeah, I didn't. I, I've seen a few episodes. I didn't watch it in, in its entirety. But yeah, I, 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 the last episode, you're like, "Whoa, it's, it's crazy, cool. man! It's crazy." Uh, but you know, I I believe some of it. Like you know, like there was a uh, guy that was on. He had a show actually where he, him and a crew went down to South America and like were looking out for these where these Nazis disappeared to, and yeah. He walks into the town. They're all speaking German. They're all blonde hair, blue eyes. Like he's like, the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because they were saying like, I was watching. Damn, well, this I swear, all I do is watch History Channel. All I do, I live with it. I live. Right. Uh, yeah, okay. I am so overran with historical information. I could for anyway. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, they were saying like one of the last U boats. You know, the submarines for the Germans ended up mm-hmm. in Argentina after the war. And so there was it was an episode about Nazi gold, you know what I'm saying? Like right. in that whole movie with like uh what's what was the museum in and all that kind of stuff, and they had like the actual historical stuff about, you know, the gold and what they found and Oh, is that the uh uh National Treasure? No, that wasn't National Treasure. You think it, the new the museum man was what the Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Where they went and saved yeah. all the art or whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, I gotta start watching that. And like they were saying, like maybe Hitler didn't die the way they thought he did, and ended up with, with his boo in Argentina because so many Nazis, with the help of the Vatican Church, yeah. ended up in Argentina, and you know was just living out there. They because like to think Dan Rather caught one of the guys in 1990 on camera in Argentina. Yeah. Like it was the whole thing. So a lot of like you're saying. Why are y'all speaking speaking German over here? Maybe Portuguese, but why, why is this whole yeah? Why is this whole town 
of however many people, everybody's white, everybody's speaking German. Like, yeah, what's really going on here, bro? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mundo, <laughs> it's just fascinating. And it's like you know, it was a lot of little things that you know we we get the the overview story, but so many different small battles that mm-hmm. lent lent to that defeat. But it was narrow. It wasn't no blowout. It was the game, right. baby. Yeah, it was the game. <laughs> it was uh, yeah. There was there were some was things bad. in there where it's like, whew. like some of the the stuff I've seen is just like, wow, like these guys won. We've had some discoveries from the shit they did, but it's like, wow, they really like fuck these people up to figure this out and like to yeah. think that these people aren't human because they're Jewish like get the fuck out uh-huh. and, uh, they, and if they had a little bit less ego and a little bit and, and ran the ball a little bit more and stretched that clock out they had they had something for that ass they was really right. close to making a difference well, yeah we gotta respect the earth you can't Russia different, different Russia's what Russia was what helped us win the war because Russia was doing was making more sacrifices than we did on our side, and they yeah, had yeah. the worst. They had the worst terrain. They, they had the hard part of the work, right? You know what I'm saying. So if Russia wasn't on the other side, giving them hell and and fought the way they fought, we didn't have much on this side because they had us beat by a long shot. On really? the West side, it was yeah. Mm-hmm. That West side was toast. England was out of here. Churchill should be a, a, just a, a footnote. And would have been yeah. on, uh, uh, Prince Harry. That'd have been done, done. Right. <laughs> would have been on Diana. It'd been a whole different world. That was out of here. Russia's the Russia's the real hero. Right. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's just so fascinating. And then it's just amazing how these how whole towns and we forget. Man, people really, we really, if we want to get something done in civilization, we can get it done. We focus, but it cost, it's going to be a human cost to all this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's always a human cost in these different, like, you know, they was talking about like how how it's in like in Nevada doing like the Rat Pack time and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. How they diverted some water engineering people, men off men off they can uh, control nature. Now nah, we can't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why we keep thinking we can create something, build this nature. Like, oh yeah, hope. Hold my rein. <laughs> I got some. I got okay. some for you, buddy. I, okay, I've been here longer than you. <laughs> you on borrowed time. <laughs> Wait till I start paying attention. Right. And uh, anyway, they engineered like uh, a uh, like a uh, canal off like their major river, and that canal ended up breaking off and turning to like this lake in the middle of a desert. And like, oh, we have this fascinating. Really? piece of water it's like yeah it's it's in it's in a rat pack it's like a, a lot of california people was going there like in the 60s 50s right at time it was, just, it was like the hot spot to go it was like this big fresh water lake because the money the, the, the water was coming off of the colorado river so mm-hmm. um it was fresh water and so they started building a town around it you know people coming in great fishing just making the ozarks were way better yeah <laughs> i mean but the thing ozark seems like it's pretty dope <laughs> I mean, if you're a douche, <laughs> I mean, there's got to be some giant fucking houses on like those, right? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. So everyone's enjoying this little, you know. Oh, look at this accidental blessing, and so mm-hmm. he started doing agriculture and blah blah blah. But we realized that this ain't supposed to be here. 
So now you have these agricultural farms around this lake, but where's the water going? It's not going nowhere. So now these towns and farmland you create around this, this um, artificial lake, all those pesticides, all those chemicals, pesticides that need to, you know, most lakes have a runoff because they're, they're natural made. So they have a natural right. irrigation, the water comes in, refreshes itself, whatever. You're not supposed to be here. So all those chemicals pollute the lake, all the fish die. Now, what used to be a blessing is now just nasty, dead water. Jesus Christ. OMG. I said, this is fascinating. Wow. Look at this. I said, just like the, we thought we was doing something, trying to be cute and create some. Then that, oh, that opportunity. Let me, we have this lake now. Look what we, we created. Mm-hmm. Let's come on in, Pasadena and Palm Springs. <laughs> it's not supposed to be here. Now look at you. It's just fascinating. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious, man. We know today. Free say he's gonna jump in in a second. All right, cool. Because I was gonna pause because I needed a drink. Ah, I didn't bring it down with me. Oh, well, now go ahead and get. Now go ahead and pause it, and I get one too. All right, cool. Pause. This podcast was a presentation of LightUpMedia.fm.